Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. Psalm 138, 8th verse. I want to share something with you about time. Somebody say, it's about time. It's all about time. It's about time. It's about time. When I think about time and how our clocks tick, some slow, some fast, how time zones move us into different eras or different moments, and we can even try to catch up with time that we've lost. We really are not in control of time. Time is an element of God that simply expresses that he's God and we're not. Because if we could master it, we probably would. We would try to control it. We would give some people a little more time or we'd take away time that we've given. We'd redeem all that time that we wasted. But I'm thinking about the fact that time, simply put, just simply moves and goes on. Something that I I got to capture says this. Simply put, time moves. And when it does, we should move with it. There's a popular statement that speaks to the living in the moment. Through some personal encounters with time, I've come to know that wherever that moment of time is, you can count on it relocating pretty rapidly. Which means that when you seize that one moment and you say, this is my perfect time, there'll be more times. And are those times more perfect than times past or times present or even times in the future? I think about the fact that if we ignore time and we don't recognize that God has given us this day and this moment to worship him and to fulfill those things that we just prayed about, then we've wasted our time and we've wasted God's time. The average life expectancy is probably about 75 years old, pushing into 80 now. And this is medically uh, given. But people are exceeding that with being in their 80s and in their 90s. But I also have a secret. When you leave here, you don't cease to exist. In fact, time reveals to us that God operates on a continuum of eternity, which is different than a 12-hour clock or a 75 or a 78-year lifetime. So we recognize time as being this ominous force that we can't uh, put our handle on. We can't seem to touch it or grab it. I submit to you today that we should seize each moment as being perfect timing. Let's go to Psalm 138 really quickly. I want to show you something that the scripture says. God's perfection for us. God's perfecting us. And it's going to take time. Look at somebody say, it's going to take time. Tell them, say, be patient because it's going to take some time. Yeah, and so I submit to you that this is the perfect time for us to recognize that the Lord will, the eighth verse of Psalm 138, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Think for a moment about how we've been so imperfect. Think for a moment about how we have been flawed and at best broken earthen vessels. Just the dust of the earth. But God somehow chose to dwell on the inside of us and somehow chose this time frame. You weren't born in 1862. You weren't there for various events in history. You're here now. And so God somehow orchestrated that we would exist at this moment and in this time for purpose. And all I've ever preached and all I'll preach until Jesus comes back 
is that there's this potential on the inside of us and we need to seize and maximize every moment of it in order to be what God has called us to be, that we will be ready when he comes for us to go home. This is a perfect time for that to happen. We're living in an age and in a time where we can travel around the world without ever leaving our seats. If I were to tell you right now to communicate with 10 people that is not in this room, you can do it with just a push of a button. So it's a good time to be alive. We can walk through city streets and we can see on every corner a camera that's taking snapshots or pictures or film footage of you in time so that if ever anything happens, they can roll the camera and look back at what you were doing a few moments ago, a few days ago, a few weeks ago. It's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be alive because we have at our disposal unlimited resources. You say, well, no, science says that we only have so much oxygen before the ozone layer blows. Come on, look at somebody and say, it's God's time, not our time. (laughs) They say that we don't have enough oil and that we'll run out of energy and we need renewable resources. God is the God of renewal. You heard that in one of the prayers. In fact, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature and old things are passed away and all things are made new. So he'll renew our energy. In fact, they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength and they will mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. He'll strengthen and renew us. So the scripture says the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. I have a humorous version of that. The message version says this. Finish what you started in me, God. Your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. That's the message translation of what I just read to you. It simply says, finish what you started in me, God. Your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. Come on, can you say that with me? Say, finish what you started in me. God, your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. So the Lord will perfect over time, perfect over time, the thing that he begun in you, the thing that he started in you, the call that he placed upon your life before you were even formed in the belly of your mother's womb. He knew you and called you by name. No, your name wasn't John or Jim or James or Mary or Sue or Bob. Your name was a name of destiny, a name of purpose, a name of intentionality, a name that had potential that once you found out what your name is, look at somebody and say, what's my name? You have to discover that over time. Don't go by what they call you. Go by what God named you. Go by what God named you. And this is the perfect time to identify yourself. You know, the greatest time to find yourself is when you're lost. The best time to ask for directions is when you don't have any. The best time to give is when you need The best time to serve is every chance you get. The best time to lead is when there is a need. So this is perfect timing. You didn't come by accident. It wasn't happenstance and you didn't just slide in under the wire. 
God had an intended purpose for you to be here, whether you are 2, 12, 22, or 82. God had an intended purpose for you to be here in this year, in this moment, in time, and it's perfect. Perfect. We're scared of that word. Let me show you something about perfect. Perfect. Exactly fitting the need in a certain situation or for a certain purpose. That's all it is. Exactly fitting the need in a certain situation or for a certain purpose. I know you get nervous when we say perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. Well, I'm working on it. God is working on it. In fact, he says, be ye perfect for I am perfect. He says, be ye holy and holy is perfect. Look at somebody say holy is perfect. Any holy people in the room, any holy people? Well, you got the potential to be perfect. Don't be afraid of the word perfect because if we reduce it to everyday common vernacular, it is simply exactly fitting the need in a certain situation for a certain purpose, which means that there's an employment opportunity that you need to fill. So you were designed to fit that moment. Just ain't got there yet. You were designed to fit that moment. You say, well, I, you know, I, I want this and I, and I want that. Nobody care what you want. What does God want for you? Now that's perfect. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. You say, well, I want him to be tall, six foot three, dark and handsome with brown eyes and a job. How many know he got to have a job? I want her to be kind of short and brown skin, no light skin with sandy brown hair. You know, you got your descriptions. But God's got somebody that he is perfecting just for you. So don't put stipulations on it because you don't know what is perfect until you become perfect. Until you become exactly fitting for the need in a certain situation or a certain purpose, don't say, God, give me a good husband if you're not ready to be a good wife. <laughs> Some of you brothers better. You, you almost you had to catch yourself, didn't you? Amen. Don't ask God to give you a good wife if you're not going to be a good husband. That's another message. So perfect is not a bad word. Look at somebody say perfect. You can even say perfect, perfect. You see, just a twist on how you pronounce it can determine the tense of the word, perfect or perfect. All right? Perfect or perfect. No, almost done. Time. We try to define it, but it's really intervals of eternity measured by the past, the present, and the future. That's all it is. These are just intervals of eternity. Intervals. Eternity. Eternity is, was, and is to come. It exists forever. Eternally. It's hard to conceive that in our mind. So trust me on this one. No, don't trust me. Trust God. He says that time is just simply in his hand. So if we're looking for perfect timing, it has to be situational. And it has to be at an interval of either our past, our present, and our future. You can even use the experiences of times past in order to determine how you're going to live in the present. And how you're living presently will determine how you live or succeed in the future. So you can work time to where it's your friend and not your foe. Time works for you and not against you when you understand the perfecting process that comes with time. There's a perfecting process that comes with time. And these are the, the subject matters, the perfection process, the perfect match, the perfect pitch, and perfected praise. Perfection process, the perfect match, 
the perfect pitch, and the perfected praise. And I'm sharing it with you now so that you can get uh, an appetite for perfect timing in your life. Traditional banner on the wall and somehow people have perpetuated time as being an enemy to us. I just believe that God deals with us in perfection. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Lord, finish what you started. Don't give up on me now. That's a simple prayer request. That's a simple positioning for the first of the year. And I believe that if we ask him, he'll give it to us. We'll seek him. We'll find him. If we ask for perfection, he'll perfect us. You know I'm going to do all the etymology of the word perfect and all the etymology of the word time. You know that I'm going to do all the structural teaching and all of the foundational layers necessary for you to leave here transformed. But I just want to thank God for the growth that we have. Over time, you've endured messages, you've endured series, and you've grown. Thank you, Lord. Tell him thank you. Thank you for perfecting me up until this point where I've come to, been through a lot, had some good and some bad, had misfortune and had great reward in happy times and even sad times, but when I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed and I'm alive to share a testimony. This is perfect timing. This is excellent timing. Perfect. I'm situationally positioned in the right place to be the right fit for a certain circumstance, for a certain event. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope. 